What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DGN Dad Podcast. This is where two dads get together, talk about the market, talk about life, talking about being a father once a week. This is DGN Dads. The biggest topic of this week is the marketplace royalty debate. We will get into that in just a few minutes. Without further ado, I'm going to bring up my co-host. Welcome to the channel, Kyle Wilson. Kyle, obviously, we go on his channel every other week as well. What's up today, Kyle? Hey, how's it going, man? Happy to be here and glad you could spend time with me today. <laughs> how's it going, man? It's great, man. Great. Uh, it's a good day today. Sunny outside. Yeah. GM. Dude, not so sunny over here. I'm in the south. Pretty windy. Uh, pretty murky. But uh, another day, man. Another great day to be in NFT DGEN. And uh, lots of news to cover today. Uh, you know, we usually start off by just talking about some like VV related stuff. Uh, beings we haven't chatted since last week, I have to know: Did you hit the VV Lambo drop? I did not. No, we don't. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about Bruno either. Speaking of which, uh, oh no, 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 you can't spoil that. That's for that's for later. That was later a good. That was so so <laughs> yeah. good of a transition, though. I'm not that, gonna lie. Super smooth transition. Yeah, I, I didn't hit either, man. Uh, and then my dad went for it, and he didn't hit. Uh, pretty disappointed. But uh, what do you think about prices and secondary? They hit exactly what I said they were going to hit, pretty much. Okay. Um, Secret Rare, around 1K. I knew Common was or Uncommon was going to be a little bit above retail. Again, we're talking Lambo here. I know that prices could slide a little bit, especially as we start coming into some of these like big Disney 100 drops. But um, yeah, the Lambos hit exactly my my price targets. I mean, yeah. We got some uh we got some fam up in here. GM Tito420, welcome to the stream. GM AYP Fitness. Uh not nice two of the greats. Yo, what's up hey. welcome to the stream? Uh good to see you guys. Yeah, man. I've been sick the last few days. Uh really the last week, just haven't really felt 100 percent So I haven't been making as much content. So um yeah, kind of saving it up all for this uh this pod. So if you're you're familiar with my channel you're used to like a lot of updates you're going to get a lot of them in this segment uh because i haven't really been able to keep up lately oh <laughs> i did get I, to see the uh take, so one of the, what's up t- you need to take your flintstones bro yeah i know and I, I do need to um the the one of the last drops on vv was ant-man i wasn't able to go for it um, but I did see the last Ant-Man movie. I asked you beforehand. You said you didn't see it. Dude, I thought it was really good. I give it like a four out of five, uh, which is pretty generous. And like, there's pretty much not a movie that I can think of that is a five out of five. Um, so I thought Ant-Man was really good. It's a must watch. I, I had a good balance of like humor, a good balance of action. Um, I probably will go back and buy some of the Marvel Mighties just to kind of have them in my collection just because I like the movie so much. Hmm. It's good. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I'm really pumped. I've heard a lot of great reviews. I know you've seen it, Randy's seen it, uh, Mark Mark has seen it. Mark who? Uh, Mark Coon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I always have problems pronouncing his last name. So it, it's Hewn, right? Hewn. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yo, Steve, new member to your channel. Hey, Let's go. Well, thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate you becoming a member. Uh, I will hit you up afterwards. Uh, drop a comment on the video so I can get you into the Discord uh, where we where we always hang out and post alpha. And Steve's awesome, life. man. I, I met him at uh, Decon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, yeah. Steve's awesome. I probably met him at, at Decon, too, as well. Then, if, if you did. Was that the last one, huh? Yeah, the last one. Um, are you? Do you plan on going to the next one? I know. I I feel like it's fifty fifty for people because I mean the last one. It's gonna be hard to top the last one. So 
Very yeah. curious what the team will do. I'm curious what, if Steve's going to go or not, but uh, I will definitely try to make it out, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Man, as as you can relate to, it depends on, on family and uh, family and timing and, and how that all goes. Thankfully, shout out to SoCal Homie. Um, you know, he hosted us last time at Decon, so it was nice having a place to stay and kind of all being able to get together. I would love to go to one in the future. I don't know if like the next one is going to be too soon or not, um, but I'll definitely be at a future one. I, the designer Con itself was really cool. You know, and obviously like VV is the biggest part of it because like that's what we went for. But like mm-hmm. I love the designer Con itself, so I wouldn't mind going back just for designer Con. Well, V Friends was there too, so there's V Friends. Um... What was the other one? There was another pretty big NFT project that was there. Um, it, it was like had an anime cartoon vibe, but they were oh, really yeah. big. It, it, you were more familiar with them than I was. I, yeah, Karafuru. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the V Friends was there. Speaking of which, there's a lot of V Friends to talk about in this episode, but like again, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, yeah, v Friends, dude, what V Friends announced is what VV needs to do. Like, I think for lack of a better word, like it would change the dynamic of the VV market if they could introduce what V friends introduced. But again, we can get to that after we talk about like our first few sections. Uh, Tito said he got a rare on the drop and sold it, sold, <laughs> sold it to buy for a 1420 edition. Uh, uncommon. There are Tito. Tito. Are you the guy that like, there's one OG that had 420, like everything, like the Becky Cloonan, the, the Todd, the Reese, like just had all the 420s and, in the beginning i'm curious if that's the same guy might be and steven said that he is in san diego so it's probably yeah it's not as not as hard of a trip for him to go to uh (laughs) sunny in san (laughs) diego heck yeah man so let's talk about some things uh you have under under our talking points nba top shot security you want to you want to tell me a little bit about that because i've yeah this one's pretty hot Um, okay there's a lot to dissect here um in terms of stuff that relates to vv actually saved a Twitter thread about this and I'll read through this. This is a guy that um, you can pull it up. All right. Let me see if I can pull up the bookmark first here. All right. um, Got it. Let me see if I can share present share screen. Don't share my seed phrase. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. Especially talking about security. That'd be kind of counterproductive. Now let me zoom in on this so we can kind of see a little bit better. Hey, that's great. Here's what's happening with the Dapper lawsuit in 2021. Lawsuit was filed against Dapper plus the um, founder, Roham, saying that NBA uh, token uh, or NBA Top Shot tokens were securities. The suit said that the NFTs were sold illegally and were not registered with the SEC. Dapper has been trying to get this lawsuit to go away. Last August, they filed a motion to dismiss. Now, this is the update. Uh, What happened today, District Judge Victor mayor uh ruling over the case denied the motion to dismiss now that case goes to actual trial so that's what's happening so a lot of people like created false headlines like kind of making fun of this situation saying like judge thinks all collectibles are securities you know and people actually thought like the case was over and it caused like unnecessary fud um Mm. but yeah the case isn't even like it hasn't started so it's just now starting however this case uh, caused the headlines to read this part is not true the court has simply dismissed dapper's motion to dismiss stating how some of what they did might be securities how that works now this is where it gets really important and then ties into vivi the to deny the motion the judge invoked the howie test the test is designed to determine whether 
something is a security or not. The judge said that number two, common enterprise applies here and hence why they denied the motion. And we're not going to click on that. We're going to keep reading. Basically, the judge said that by buying NBA Top Shots, consumers were funding Flow's success. This is what gets interesting because Omi token, that yep. the reasonable inference to draw from these allegations is that the da capital Dapper Labs raises through their offer of the moments is used to develop and maintain Flow blockchain. The plaintiffs also used a Sports Illustrated article, that, which is weird, that references how prices tank when the marketplace goes down. Basically saying that if investors were buying the success of moments, not flow, then why would the moments go down in value when the chain stops working? Um, and people have been asking this, Chris, even you did. Where do the NFTs go if BV failed? Now, hmm. here's where I think it's different. Number one, Omi's success isn't tied to the VV app and vice versa. We've already kind of known that. Um, I mean, the Omi token can kind of get hyped up for sure but right now there's no omi utility program there's no utility attached to it currently so it's technically not really tied to it i mean it is to an extent but it's not like it how flow chain works flow chain is an entire blockchain omi is not yeah. so a couple of differentiator things here um that's quite different from flow chain and nba top shots um so this is kind of an interesting case Another example in the suit that physical card values would survive the collapse of their parent companies, whereas NBA Top Shot moments would not survive the collapse of flow. And Chris, this is why I think, David, you mentioned specifically in that last AMA that NFTs would, would still go back to the holders through a certain mechanism, whether whatever that may be. We don't know, right? But I think that's why, David, you actually mentioned that because... Now they the court can't say that VB NFTs just disappear if VB disappears. So I think David's been kind of communicating to the public uh, uh, basically what's happening here in the Top Shots case, in my opinion. I mean, which is very smart. Um, hmm. The judge also found that the defendant's public statements and marketing materials objectively led purchased purchasers to expect profits. The judge screenshots of tweets of NBA Top Shots example. The, the these ones in particular um not gonna pull that up well i can retweet this or something or if somebody wants it chris i can send this to you afterwards too um anyways that's kind of like it keeps going on about the howie test and give us that tldr that that's it uh, i'm not no, no go. i mean he had, he had a tldr tweet just did he yeah right there yeah right there yeah read it to Lost us lawsuit from 2021 against dapper dapper tried to get it denied today judge said no let's proceed judge said that it's possible the value of the moments were tied to the uh, value of flow okay. hence their securities next step trial now the judge did say that this is specific to top shots all right so he said other platforms aren't on the table top shots is unique because they have the flow chain so again quite different from vv vv does not operate an entire blockchain they just have a token yeah. Um, which is very, very different. VB would have been under this if Omi was still tied to the app, mm -hmm. probably. I mean, like you said, Omi doesn't have a chain, so maybe it would like have differentiated it. But okay, yeah. for instance, with with Omi originally, I don't know if you, you know, well, I know you remember in 2020, you could actually buy collectibles with Omi, right? You know, you could swap or you, you could swap for gems, swap for Omi. I think if you would have left that, you could argue that the success of Omi also depends on the success of the NFTs or like the yeah. markets kind of correlated with each other. Now, this which, case which they cut. could be a lot of the reason why we're seeing delays. And they just 
they, the, the company is not going to come out and say, hey, we're delaying because this court case. They're not going to do that. They're just going to remain silent and they're going to continue to do what they do is drop things and move about the space until this case kind of settles down. They they monitor the situation. Sure. Again, Vivi has a legal team. They, they yeah. know what they're doing um, and they have big brands like Disney monitoring this as well. Yeah. Again, I think this is one of the re- one of the reasons they're moving slowly, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, I I kind of agree with you. Um, I th- I stand by. Um, I think this is the case. I'm not convinced that David knows that this is the case. I think maybe like the legal team knows and kind of just says, legal, hey, Dave. David. legal it, yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah, you know, like kind of like, hey, David, you know, don't mention this. You know, I I don't know if because when addressed with some of the blockchain issues, David. He gave far from like random answers. He gave answers that indicated I really don't, I genuinely don't think he knew what was going on, which is okay. It's not, his, at the end of the day, it's the technicals is not his job. I, I feel like the same for the legal. I, I you know, I, I feel like sometimes we try to like elevate people as if they have this like super like huge intellect and they're like super far ahead. But, mm-hmm. but at times it's like there, there's probably a person in place for that and they're just trying to communicate what they do know. And I, I, that's probably David's case. Yeah. David too, David you he he does the licensing. So he goes out, he gets the licenses. He's done an incredible job. Um now Dan Crothers, he kind of manages like the app itself. Um and then of course then you have Legal Dave, which is a different Dave, um who does the legal side. So um I I do believe like you you kind of pointed out there probably is a disconnect uh during or like at their individual positions of what they're doing. I don't think all three of them, like they would probably have to all sit in a meeting. They all live at different locations. Um, and I, I would imagine that they would have to talk about this all like quite a bit. Um, and there would be some disconnects or like, for instance, David, you wouldn't be up to speed all the way on a certain case or what's going mm-hmm. on. So, um, so I, I do believe that we've, we've, we've kind of seen that uh, indications of that in some of the AMAs as well. So. No, it definitely makes sense. Yeah, it's very interesting. I actually did not know about that that Dapper lawsuit. Um, at first, when you were reading it, it made me really nervous because you know, the SEC is just going after everybody right now. Um, so I was like, oh gosh, are they going after like NFTs as a whole? But it sounds like this is very specific to very specific. selling moments who also have flow chain. And so it's kind of like I could see how that could kind of like correlate with each other. Because um, like, yeah, what was it the SEC was going after like a week ago? Um Man, they go after they're going after everybody. I mean, staking, cracking. I mean, staking. How can you go after staking as like you can't? Like, there's DeFi is gonna just win outright, win right there. And what's gonna happen is you're gonna have an outflux of um, money going out of the United States if that happens. So yeah, man, and they're going after. uh, Okay, so they're going after Duquan with uh, Luna. At which, like, a lot of you that are listening to this are probably like, well, yeah, they need to. Well, here's the issue. They needed to before it got to where it was. Because here's what's going to happen now. If they, if and when they successfully sue Duquan, you know, for millions of dollars, do you think that millions of dollars is going to go back to the investors that lost the money by investing in it? No, absolutely not. Like, I, would, I would be, please clip this video and come back to it if the SEC sues Duquan and returns that money to investors like they should. They're, they're not going to that money is going to go to them, you know, and what really gets me at the end of the day, we're going to get flagged for this, Kyle. I'm saying too much, but re- what really gets me at the end of the day is that the SEC actually claims that they're here to protect investors. If you're here to protect investors, you would have done this three years ago. 
or two years ago when, when shady actors started getting into the space you should have been on that you know like hey like you know this is the problems that we see we're uh, and we're here to protect investors but what's going to happen now is there's going to be a lawsuit they're going to win the lawsuit they're going to get the money investors still lose out and on top of that there's over regulation of things that don't need over regulation so i I don't i'm very bearish um (laughs) on how some of this is going to roll out but i won't i won't stay on that too long um i I do want to talk about the thumbnail uh, so we have a battle of the marketplaces right now. And here's what I mean by that. OpenSea last week, in order to compete with Blur, because Blur has been taking over a ton of market share, decided that they're going to cut their royalties down to zero for a certain amount of time. Uh, um, or cut their royalties down for a certain amount of time. This hurts creators, this hurts artists, and this hurts projects. Because a lot of projects base their uh, their business, their project, off of that initial mint and then the secondary royalties. If you're ever trying to explain to a friend or family member in person uh, the reason they artists should go to NFTs, it's usually along the lines of, well, once they sell the first piece, they still have infinite potential to continually make passive income off that piece because whoever sells that, they still get a small cut out of that sell. Well, that is beginning to diminish and is beginning to no longer be the place with the biggest marketplace out there, OpenSea, saying, well, we're in order to compete with Blur and just kind of flex, basically, puff out our chest, uh, we're going to also diminish creator royalties, which leads us to the debate. What is the future of marketplaces? What is the future of Web3? Um, and then, Kyle, you made a video yesterday talking about VV versus OpenSea. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah. Th- so, obviously, with the macro situation, as you just said, there's a lot to dissect here. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a week. Um, you're having these major marketplaces like OpenSea and Blur literally fight it out over these royalties. Now, they are centered around like independent creators, artists, and projects, uh, whereas VV obviously is highly curated and centers around uh, obviously like major brands. So there's two big kind of differentiating factors there. Now, we have seen brands go on OpenSea, so I'm not saying that that's like not a thing because that's a thing too. But uh, VV does have the kind of silver lining, if you will. Now, I don't know. This is probably not on purpose. And we've talked about this on my stream last week. It's like, man, VV just randomly like comes out on top um, without even meaning to. And yeah. this is what I mean is that the silver lining here is VV having the licenses of all these brands. They, ha- they do have a walled garden. But in this case, it's a bone. It's actually a plus because brands can make those royalties and brands have to be looking at this whole situation like the wild, wild west when it comes to open sea and blur. Do I get my royalties? Do I not get my royalties? What's happening here? Um, whereas Vivi has the advantage in the silver lining. Again, probably not on purpose, but at the same time, it, the the advantage goes to Vivi here. Um, yeah, I yeah. think I think for the longest time, and still, you know, in my opinion, like walled garden. Um, there's like so many pros and cons to that. Uh, I lean more towards cons. But with the way these marketplaces are going, it's almost heading towards the need of walled gardens for these for this uh, for any business, not even just like successful Web2 IP, but like for like new startups, like the incentive is just not there with zero percent royalties for creators. So like they're going to have to start making their own marketplaces or using marketplaces that already have on chain enforcements uh, like like VV when I say on chain. Um, so I, I believe you probably know the more technical than, than me on this, 
but I believe Immutable X actually has something in place to protect creators. Um, I don't know how that works technically, but I know that they have it. Do, do you understand how it works? Yeah, I believe it's just royalty enforcement and um, the the DAO of, of or Alluvium of Immutable X. If like you have their governance token IMX, you can vote on which marketplaces are whitelisted or blacklisted, uh, for lack of better words. But um, that's kind of like what they're doing. But again, like with VV, it's it's like doubled up. Like it's like two um, security layers of royalties like wrapped into one with VV, which like. You know, people were trying to compare like IMX to VV, but VV's on IMX. So again, it's like two layers and the advantage still goes to VV because they still have that uh, royalty enforcement on top of royalty enforcement mm -hmm. and they have the licenses. IMX is just a blockchain. Sure, they can sign partners like Polygon's doing, but those partners are going to go go have to go off and make their own apps and do their own things at the end of the day. Whereas VV has already built this kind of solution already ready to go which is probably why like we're seeing brands like Lamborghini friends, for example, drop their NFTs on, on uh VV. So. Yeah. And as we discussed, it kind of just fell into their lap like that. And it, it I did. think, I think in the future, and we did, we found this out at decon. We mentioned decon earlier that there will be other artists allowed on VV. Um, so maybe we will see be more artists kind of heading that way to already established uh, walled gardens, if you will. So I don't know. I think ultimately, as far as like OpenSea and Blur and all that goes, this is a big L for the space because, um, I mean, I, it's supposed to be a, a place for artists to thrive, creators to thrive mm -hmm. uh, and build you know, out of nothing. If you couldn't otherwise build it in the past, maybe now is better revenue streams. Like, again, when I would explain Web3 to people I know, like in person, that would be like one of my big explanations is, you know, you're an artist. You if you sell something, every time that sells, you get a cut of that, and that's mm -hmm. revolutionary. But I don't know. And then also like allowing these marketplaces to dictate so much, um, also kind of lacks decentralization because like if the marketplace controls everything, then you know obviously the marketplaces are needed. But it's just a very interesting debate, you know. And also people are going to have to come up with better solutions to. Um, better solutions than royalties to be able to raise funds for their project, uh, which we could speculate on like what that could be all day, but they're going to need other income sources besides royalties. I don't know, man. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of a dark place for the space to be in though. Yeah. My, my thoughts are like people are so in the NFT space focused on generating royalties and funds from the initial sale. Um, but I, I think in the long run, what we'll see is NFTs. Sure, you get royalties, but I think the focus is going to be a hybrid between uh, generating crypto revenue uh, from the drop itself, the royalties, but also fiat. Like fiat is just so undervalued, like subscription based, like, um, you know, people that just want to, you know, stroke a stroke an automatic payment every month to your membership instead of having to worry about like going to coinbase buying usdc and then and then doing that i mean there's mechanisms for that but i i feel like a lot of people are leaving money on the table because they forget like you can easily integrate subscriptions via fiat um now it's cooler to have nfts and it's cooler to do those things um but yeah it's going to be interesting and and back to the marketplaces I think the solution is to have something like VB, not not specifically, but to where it's like more like HRO, where 
you know, if you're a creator, a brand or whatever, um, you can drop on a platform like we'll pretend it's like like HRO, not exactly like HRO, um, but an HRO made for like creators. And, you know, it's kind of centralized. And then but you have the option to take it off, um, port it to like the layer two, and then you could roll it up to the layer one. Um, and I, I think that would be the best option. Um, you know, I, I think to me, it's just a no brainer because um, you have the best of both worlds. You have a little bit of control here, but you can take it off anytime you want. You could put it on IMX or whatever blockchain they decide to go on and you could just roll it up to OpenSea or layer one or whatever you want to consider and sell it on uh, layer one. So I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I since, since they came out the gate, I really liked Heroes uh, like interoperability that they had and like how mm-hmm. they did it because you have that walled garden to start with but you could also take it out of that walled garden and then put it on immutable x and if you really wanted to you could take it off immutable x and bridge it to layer one uh, i always really enjoy that aspect i actually was at best buy my local best buy yesterday and i saw some of the black adam season two or the some of the hero cards there and uh i almost bought a pack i ended up not buying a pack but uh it was just it's still really cool just to see them i still got oh, this got- guy yeah yeah this was from from Jeff. Um, yeah. I have yet to open it because literally the pack just looks so good. It does. Like, yeah. Like I don't want to Yeah, I don't want to damage the pack. Like, oh, this just looks so good. Like I opened art, mine before I even left. Like I might <laughs> actually get this boxed and seal this because like the holograph, the the holographic, you know, effect on this. This itself looks like it it, it could be a card. Like <laughs> I don't know. All right, um, before before we move on from royalties, um, I just want to ask what incentive, why are people incentivized towards NFTs if there are no more royalties? Like, like why, why NFTs? Uh, wait, wait, I said again, sorry. Why are people incentivized towards NFTs if, if royalties are no longer a thing? Cause I mean, it, like, all right, hold on. Let me explain this. I yeah. guess one more time. Um, even in gaming, I've always argued like, cause people are like, well, why would gaming want to incorporate NFTs when they're already making money? I've always argued, you know, as far as like game passes go that if you know that game pass runs for a certain amount of time, then it's no longer available, but you could always buy it on the secondary marketplace, which could be anywhere. And so a bigger market share or a bigger liquidity is if you can sell it to anywhere, anyone on any marketplace. And then what, so why would the game want to do that? Because they get enforced royalties on that sale. So they're generating income for their company without even having to drop more stuff. But with all these marketplaces saying, we're not going to do that anymore. at 0% marketplace or 0% for secondary trading. Why would they want to do that? Yeah. So what, again, web three gaming is kind of, um, I would say not necessarily. Well, there, this is the debate right now in web three gaming, um, some founders are saying they're going to build their own marketplace and that marketplaces should be approaching Web3 games for this reason. Um, and I see, for instance, like Immutable X, they're, they're already aiming to solve this issue. So it's like more games are going to just go to Immutable X. I don't, I don't even think Polygon has like this real, maybe they do, I don't know. Because um, I've been more dabbling on IMX just because of the games. Yeah. Um, but I, I suspect that we'll just see like, you know what I was talking about last week is down to the layer three. They have their own like walled garden in in app in game marketplace, and then transactions will roll up to the layer two um, from there. And I think that's what we'll probably see uh, roll out in the not so distant future for mega games that are in Web three. So like if World of Warcraft got into 
gaming, they, they might partner with like IMX, for example, because they can go down to a later three and protect their assets and still generate those funds and royalties. And then from the layer two, you have the global order book that go, that sends it out to all the IMX marketplaces that have that integrated. So that could be a solution that may play out in the not so distant future. Or like if you're Luvium, Kieran said that they might just develop their own marketplace, which I think they already have their yeah um, i can see internal. i can see bigger brands just doing that yeah cool all right man uh i want to move on from the marketplace debate to something that i think could be huge for vv uh if they did this uh real quick viper did jump in chat i am in favor of royalties for creatives but nft still makes sense for the verifiable ownership and access aspect yep, sure. I, I, yeah i agree uh verify i love the quote one of my favorite quotes is you how do you know gotta... you how do you know you own something on the internet you know, and then like the the only answer to that is NFTs. Cause, yeah, because you want to be like, yo, look at my NFT. I own this. And the only way to do that is to have the actual non-fungible token itself. Um, and then the token gating, you can still token gate and like all that fun stuff uh, where you have to have this digital pass to get into the membership. So that's not going to go away either. All right. So I got this pulled up. Um, let me go ahead and share it. So VFriends is, is about to do something as of like right now, basically, um, that I think if VV incorporated, it would change the course of everything. I'm actually going to send this tweet out just to let people know that we're about to discuss this. So give me actually, I'll send it out once we start watching it. Um, so let's I don't want to watch the whole thing, but we'll kind of watch the concept. Hold on. Yeah, we'll watch it. We'll watch the concept of it. So let's add this and share this. Welcome, foolish mortals, to Burn Island. Today's guest of honor is the one and only dynamic dinosaur. This brave little dino has managed to survive where others have gone extinct. A scarce and truly remarkable creature. Now, at last, participating in Burn Island's inaugural eruption, your sacrifice will reward me friends with games token holders who burn their token with a chance to win this one-of-a-kind Holy Grail Series 1 Dynamic Dinosaur Spectacular Lava Go. In all 10,255 Friends Series 1 tokens, there are only 80 Go Spectacular tokens, making this not just a premier NFT, but an extremely rare token rarity within Friends. Are you ready to own a piece of history okay that's all we need can you hear me kyle yeah okay so essentially if you didn't get that uh they're doing this thing called burn island i'll actually find it on their um on their website but you'll be able to burn these v friends uh for prizes but the the kicker is the types of prizes that you get like they're insane and so, like, VV has, obviously, they've already talked about burning, you know, and they've talked about, uh, like, some of the incentives, which is essentially this kind of one-of-one aspect of, like, burning a lot of something to be able to get something more rare. Uh, so they're already on pace with that. Uh, one thing that I think, oh, it looks like this is already, is this already started? Dude, yeah, this has already started. I didn't even realize that. Uh, so Burn Island has already started. It must have started, like, very recently. And, um... But they're doing it not just a one of ones, like they're burning. Oh, <laughs> I tried to find the actual bird page, but there's so many other things. Like you can burn for like, let me mute this. Actually, I'll just stop sharing for a second. What can you burn for? I, no, I sorry, this is like really loud. That's why I stopped, and it's still really loud. 
Um, you can burn for IRL events. Uh, you can burn for uh, physical cards, like physical baseball cards, basketball, like physical goods, um, and a lot of other things, uh, which, again, I was trying to find the actual page. And so I don't know, man, like that. I think VV has every way to do those type of huge incentives. It just depends, obviously, on the IP. Like, one, will the IP allow you to burn? Um, and then two, if it does allow you to burn, will they actually allow you to exchange something? If the answer to both of those is yes, I think the marketplace could literally do a 180. Because like right now, the problem with VV, as far as uh, from a price perspective, there's oversaturation, there's way too many items and not enough liquidity. I mean, I'll just say it like it is. But that could absolutely balance out the amount of items with the amount of liquidity to actually see good price action on our collectibles and comics. Uh, now, you could always go back and say, oh, it's a collector's app, you know, collector's at heart, whatever, which like, you know, at the end of the day, it is. But I mean, there's obviously price incentives there as there's price incentives in collecting as well. Uh, you know, you're completely full of it if you've been here since 2021 or you're rare and there is the price is never a thing for you. Like, you know, like that, that that's a, I feel like that's rare, but what's your thoughts on that Kyle? Yeah. Most of it is like, even if you are a collector at heart, you're always going to be flipping to get the, the, the better item and the better grail. Like, so you're always trying to flip up if you're like a real, like, so, um, at least there, there's an argument to be made for that for sure. Um, and most of the collectors I see in the space do exactly that. They'll, you know, collect a bunch of things and then they'll, you know, sell it for like five or 10 years later for 10, 10 X the price or 20 X the price. Um, but then they go off and they collect other grails. They collect other things that maybe are more expensive and then they just keep climbing up that ladder. And that's kind of how it, it goes. Like if you're just a natural, like a purebred, um, that's like all you do is collecting or you love collecting in my opinion. Now there's like going to be those niche collectors that um, really want that like statue like this one's cool like this statue here like back there like yeah. if you just want that to show off in your room or whatever um you have those type of collectors too but those are kind of like rare where you just want to have it just in your room and that's it like and you you know i don't know that's that's my thoughts on it um th i mean there's still a lot of those collectors not to like not say there's not i mean i've seen like on youtube tons of channels of just they have walls of collectibles, um, obviously. So, yeah, I did find the article, um, and it's yeah, it's right here. Let me pull it up real quick. It took me. They have so many articles on V Friends. It took me way longer than I wanted it to. Um, so yeah, you can. NFT holders can turn their NFTs into possible physical or virtual prizes through deflationary technology. Access to the island is granted through sequential eruptions with unique rewards and NFT burn requirements. And the best part is this unlocks endless new possibilities for all holders. So like eat, there's like different sequences of burns that get you different things. Um, right now we're in the eruption one, um, which is just kind of tells you how to enter and what you get. Uh, I'm not, I'm not too sure as far as I see winner. For the name of the grand prize winner available, I think eruption one is more of like a gamble. It's more of like uh you're you're burning for like a one of one potential. Mm -hmm. But there will be multiple winners in the future um that like win a lot of other stuff. So and while all this is happening, you know, the V Friends series two and V Friends book games is deflating. So like the people that are entering these are winning unless you burn and don't win, obviously. And then the people that are Whoops. And then the people that are just holding the collection are also winning because they're they're it's deflationary. Yep. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting one. Um, 
yeah, I uh, I had some book game NFTs at one point. Um, are you pulling some up right now? This is just V Friend Series Two. Yeah, you can burn these too. You know, the, this is like Gary has done a really good job, like building this this project up to like it what it is now. Um, I don't know if we'll ever see this type of like. I mean, maybe we will. There'll be some outliers here and there, but this one's definitely one of those that has longevity. I'm not like super into the characters just yet. I like the wizard. Um, I like the the astronaut, and but yeah, like what is the lowest price? Point two seven. Like that's an insanely high floor. Two seven nine for fifty five thousand items. Like Gary's yeah, done such a great job here. Yeah, dude. I uh, it was like point like five point six floor price. I sold my first series two friend for one ETH. It's like giving yeah. an idea. So like, yeah, this is actually low right now, but this will continue to diminish. So I'm interested to see how that affects floor. And for full disclosure, I hold only one series two, and I hold uh, I think just one book game. So just one and one right now. Yeah. Again, man, uh, Gary just did a really good job with this one. Um. I just don't see too many brands being that successful in this space doing stuff like that. Another thing that he from did, scratch. another thing that he did that like I just kind of want to highlight real quick that I thought was really cool is they added a uh, a login process. It's basically like a Web two login. It's like you sign in and you uh, you claim your NFT utility and you just sign in. You know regular email and password you create an account blah blah but here's the thing you connect your wallets to that account and you can then claim utility and like use your utility from that account but it never actually touches your nfts so what i mean by that is if somebody hacks your account they could take your nft utility you know that current utility but they can't take your nfts away from you so like i think that's a really cool way to do what to do this right now is like you still hold your assets in like you can hold your assets in a ledger you can hold them in any other cold wallet or hot wallet but at the end of the day you can you execute all the utility from a web 2 standard i, I mm-hmm. think that's really cool yeah smart i mean yeah you know why don't more people do stuff like that I, I, and we'll see more of that chris um roll out i believe in the not so distant future i, I Obviously, like Immutable X is doing the Game Pass or the Passport, which is very similar. You have like a Web2 login um, and you'll be able to like safely store your NFT still. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I think we'll see more like one click sign ons and things like that. Yeah, um, that's what we saw that with uh, Midnight Society too. Dr. Disrespect's project. Mm-hmm. I mean, you both talked about uh, that. I tried to let go of a few weeks ago. I, I did find the details. It looks like this is just a sweepstakes for eruption one. It's a burn enter. Winning is not guaranteed. You get one dynamic di- dinosaur spectacular la- uh, lava to enter by any book games token must be on layer two. Oh, wait, that's all you got to do to enter. Wait, oh, burn. I'm not buy. You have to burn any uh, book games token for the dinosaur. So. Yeah, man, that's a it's a gamble right now. I, I'm not too sure how I feel about it, just purely being a gamble. Uh, but obviously, this dinosaur is going to be worth a good amount of money to the right person. I mean, but it's kind of it's yeah, it's like a Dropbox kind of burn style mechanism, which is like if you're into collecting, you like Gary V, you like this IP and brand that they're building. This could be for you. Um, Yo, the biggest I, bro, new member. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, met the biggest hey. bro at Decon. So uh, hey. let, 
Let me get with you afterwards, either on Twitter or on the YouTube comments, and get you into the Discord. Because right now, my YouTube membership is access to the Discord, but it's like being finicky. Uh, so I'll just confirm he's big. Invite. What? Can't confirm the bros are big. He's yeah, got a brother too. Can't confirm he is the biggest bro, uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, I I felt like a little ant. Uh, I feel like we should hire him, like for like to be a bodyguard. Like, I don't <laughs> know. I'm sure he's. I'm sure people say that all the time. So, no, so this. Um, I'll move on from this topic soon. I just want to show you that this is like the burn chart. So like yeah, we still got a burning. lot. We got Uniswap, Spotify. Yeah. Oh, Uniswap's big, bro. But uh, yeah, um, people are burning. Sandbox. So let's talk about Uniswap. You can buy you can buy NFTs with Omi now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Uniswap. Yeah, Uniswap announced, and I'll pull this up on Twitter so we can kind of like see a little bit of of that on Twitter and what that looks like. Um, let me pull this up. Yeah, uh, while you're pulling that up, I'll just go ahead and announce the news. So Uniswap announced that you can use any ERC-20 to be able to buy NFTs. So an ERC-20 is anything, basically anything under the Ethereum umbrella, which is OMI. I don't even remember, but OMI actually migrated from GoChain to Ethereum. So OMI is an ERC-20. So we joke around saying you can buy NFTs using OMI, which you actually can. But that was the official announcement. So Kyle's got it pulled up right now. We'll take a look at his uh, at his vertical monitor. Yeah, I could. Uh, let me. Can you see that better? <laughs> yeah, now? that's better. That's better. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is just showing you can go to their uh, NFT portal on Uniswap and obviously buy any NFT with any uh, token in your wallet. So that way it makes it easy for you, and it's also cheaper. Like if you've been in the macro NFT space and you're trying to buy all these different NFTs everywhere. You, you've come to the problem that you're having to swap back and forth of tokens like, you know, oh, I got USDC. I need to convert it to ETH to buy this NFT. Mm -hmm. This is no more on Uniswap. So this is cool. Um, you don't have to swap back and forth and get charged like 10, 15, 20, sometimes 50 bucks, you know, in the, in the high, like when gas is high to swap back and forth on mainnet. Um, so, yeah, this solves a big, so, uh, big problem in the industry. So this was pretty. This was an exciting announcement. I'm I could have really, used my blur. I could use my blur to uh, be able to buy NFTs if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. So you can see here, ten, ten floof, fluff, um, any token. So again, Uniswap's on Ethereum. They're on a lot of blockchains nowadays, but this is really cool. This is uh, that it looked like it started a thread. It, it just kind of went into detail on the rest of it. Oh yeah, it did. But I mean, you not too big of a thread. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. a thread guy, you know, so if I see one... You I'm are like, a thread guy, you know? I noticed that lately. <laughs> yeah. Turn into a thread guy. Look at I, you go. I definitely did. Uh, cool, man. Um, do you want to talk about Sandbox? Do you want to talk about... Because uh, I, I don't know a lot about the Sandbox. This one's big. I, yeah, this okay. one's big. We'll pull up... Um, let me pull up this tweet. And then I'll also pull up the website as well. So it looks like Sandbox has a partnership with Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft, and also um, there's more than that too. So you can see here, um, I get it pulled up on the screen. You can pull that up. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so this was a tweet here. It says, did you know the Sandbox game partner with uh, Toei Animation, uh, who is responsible for OG anime shows like Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, and Digimon? And I kind of wrote this thread out. Uh, Chris, shout out to the thread guy. Um, I expect there yeah. to be a lot of excitement happening around the sandbox this year. Other notable brands like Warner Music Group, Ubisoft, Rabbids, Tony Hawk, 
Gucci Vault, The Walking Dead, Snoop Dogg, Adidas, and blah, Dang. blah, blah. So they partnered up with a lot. And obviously, this one's a big one um, just because the OG brands. I mean, that would be big for the sandbox. They even have Invincible, uh, the show on Amazon. So that's kind of cool. Um, and of course, then then they have, um, well, we can just take a look here. Toei Animations. And by the way, yes, Ubisoft. So they're also, they just dropped like these rabbits, which were like rabbits. Um, and, yeah, I've, I've owned some of the rabbits games before. Yeah, so Ubisoft is partnering up with the Sandbox to like create a game around that. Um, those sold out. So there's only like 2,000 of those. So those were kind of exclusive. Um, and they were like dropped because the year of the rabbit. So that was like a super kind of exclusive drop. And you can earn sand by playing some of these games. Uh, but look at this cool. Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball GT. Uh, obviously, all the Dragon Ball cartoons you have. Um, like, yeah. man. So, anyways, this yeah, could be massive. That would be massive. Yeah. Where, I mean, so where, where can we like stay up to date on this? Um, pretty much just the sandbox uh, website. So, I mean, they have a lot of this stuff just on their uh, website in terms of like the event page. So um, let me see if I can just enter here. You can see the board API club guy. Real quick, I do want to give a shout out. The biggest bro said, just wanted to thank you fellas for great content. You both have been producing this year so far. Keep up the great work and we appreciate the time you spend on your crafts. Thank you so much, biggest bro. Really appreciate your presence here in the space. Hey man, I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, means a lot. Appreciate that uh so here is the tab or i don't know if i'm showing the tab you're not Dang it. yeah i know a few weeks ago sandbox said that they had some big announcements i wonder if this is what they had brewing i, I listened to their space that they had and they were talking about it oh there's the rabbits dude yeah, yeah. i i've like so they've also had like partnerships with like nintendo rabbits has um that's really cool yeah paris land this one's going to be a reality tv show or a reality show around paris land in the sandbox um, they have like Valentine specials and stuff going on. And... So are those rabbits going to be like NFTs? Oh yeah, you can use them as avatars. So yeah, everything in the sandbox is an NFT. So um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be an NFT. Dude, that's pretty big deal. Like yeah. rabbits is huge. Like like literally, they've had partnerships with like not only Nintendo but like first launches. Like I remember it was like Mario and Rabbids was like a, the game, not the, like what the advertisement game for like one of the gaming systems. Like I think it was, Wii maybe was like Rabbids and, and Mario or something like that. Yeah. And let me see if I can find this voxel thing, voxel madness land sale. This is another interesting one. Cause you can kind of see here like Habo um, tap nation is like a huge mobile company. I believe ledger well, that's um, candy crush too, dude. To the left of that i'm pretty sure it's candy crush's logo no oh, like okay. one of the biggest web 2 games that's ever touched iphone and there's alien worlds which is a good like web 3 game that blew up like last year or so um invincible they have a humongous plot uh invincible does yeah Obviously, that's crazy that's of, huge yeah that was the amazon exclusive show on amazon prime um and the, the comic the fa comic of invincible is like 10 G's or something crazier. Maybe it's not that much, but um, that IP is already worth a lot in terms of comics. So, do you own any sandbox land? I do not. Uh, I've been looking at it, but 
Um, for me, I think the play for me is going to be avatars in characters. So what I'll be doing is probably purchasing like cheap avatars or try to get them off the drop while the FUD is like at a maximum high. Because people just are going to automatically assume that Sandbox isn't going to have a lot of daily active users. But what's going to happen is out of nowhere, these users are going to start snowballing. There's going to be a lot of stuff to be going on in the Sandbox. Web3, like I could pull up that map of Sandbox and it's massive. I mean, there is yeah. tons and tons of brands in there. Um, so it's all going to come to a head. But, you know, if you can get these things when the hype is like, it's, there's no hype um, and get in like, quote unquote, early or when there's maximum payment and FUD in the market, you can do well long term, in my opinion, in the sandbox. So, yeah, they're at 0.84 right now, which is relatively cheap. 0.84? Yeah. They're, they're, almost more... an e- they're almost an ETH? Bro, they were way more expensive. They were like two ETH. The rabbits? No, oh no, no, no. The land, Sam, sandbox oh. land. No, yeah, the rabbit. The uh, I don't even know. Are they even dropped? We should get Dejan Dad land. That would be. That would epic. actually be really cool, dude. That'd that would be, really be so cool. epic. That would be epic. Yeah. Let's just uh, let's just contact Sandbox. See if they'll sponsor us with some land. You know they should. They should. There's a lot of dads <laughs> out there. You know they need to come have some coffee. Uh, yeah, man. You know. Dude, I, okay, so I've I've like messed around the sandbox a little bit. You could come into our crib, you know, and yeah, you have to walk past all the toys and stuff because like we got kids, and like our podcast studio is like you know in VR or AR or mixed reality, and then you could just like sit on the couch and just listen to the pod. Yeah, that's it, man. Some some, uh, some coffee utility in there, you know. If you listen inside of the sandbox, then you we get- can make coffee mini games, man. Like you got to collect all the cups and you get to earn <laughs> sand or whatever. We could we could start like DJ Dad Dow or something. Dude, the possibilities are there. The possibilities are there. We got to. Yeah. But again, this is obviously a speculative play. I'm not. This is not financial advice, not financial advisors. Um, this is just because I think the sandbox is going to be fun. Yeah. Warner, Warner Music, they have a huge plot and they're doing like a concert with DJ Tiesto as like the 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 judge or whatever. So. Heck yeah, dude! There's so many possibilities of that. It's gonna be fun. Um, what we are approaching the hour mark. Uh, we still got quite a few things to tackle and some alpha at the end. So if you're listening in right now, we have some alpha. So stay tuned. End of the episode. I'm not gonna cut you off like Kyle cut me off last week, right before I gave you guys that sweet <laughs> alpha. Um, but yeah, we have something exciting to talk about at the very end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, there's a couple of more things that we do need to get to this. The sandbox rabbits thing is actually way bigger than I thought it was. Thank you for sharing that Kyle. Um, Spotify. I'll just take, I'll just touch on this like real quick. Uh, Spotify is, let me go ahead and open this up. Make sure Kyle's not sending me a, a bad link. Cause you know, he's been known to rug before. Um, so Spotify is token gating now. Uh, let, let me pull this up. Maybe that, I didn't say that correctly. Spotify is testing playlists that could be unlocked by NFT holders. Unlocking exclusive access has been a long-held promise of a lot of NFT-based communities, and now Spotify is helping some of them realize that claim with token-gated playlists. According to a series of tweets by Kingship, a metaverse brand signed to Universal Music Group, the streaming company is piloting playlists that could be unlocked through NFTs in certain geographies. Under the pilot, Kingship has released a special playlist that could be accessed by Kingship key card NFT holders. So what this looks like, saying it less fancy, is essentially you buy this album and 
through Spotify official, the only way you can listen to that album is through owning the NFT. Is is, is that fair to say, Kyle? Yeah, it's it's a fancy way of token just token gating uh, an experience. So uh, yeah, it's really cool. I think this is awesome. Probably bad time to drop this token gated album because they're probably depending on royalties to like you know fund them. But uh, <laughs> as we talked think, about for a while, you know, you know, this is uh, very bullish though in terms of like the macro. Once the royalties like sort themselves out, hopefully, um, I think we'll see more and more of this. You know, Rihanna selling her song uh, prior to the Super Bowl, um, and, and that sold out within you know an hour or less or whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I could see that this is a definitely, I could see this being in the future for sure. You know, one thing I didn't mention about royalties, Kyle, that I think could really, you know, people are going to disagree with the statement and I probably disagree with it too, but having optional royalties, I think at the end of the day might win the battle because as much as we'd like to enforce, uh, 2.5, 5, 8, 10% royalties on artist collections, maybe it's just not realistic at the end of the day. And maybe it will have to be more of a tipping based system. You know, maybe we need that taboo in the space of you should tip. Um, and some people will and some people won't, just like waiters and waitresses. And, you know, I feel like I've been a waiter for a long time and I was a barista after that. Like, I feel like everybody needs to go through at least once to, like, you know, go through that. Um, but at the end of the day, like tipping is is very much encouraged. Um, stiffing your waiter is very discouraged. And I feel like maybe we need the same thing at the end of the day with these marketplaces. You know, uh, what's his name? Wob.eth, uh, founder of uh, Sappy Seals, uh, joked around about enforcing like an on-chain, like giving you like a little poop emoji by your by your ENS if you don't tip. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, uh, and you use their marketplace, you know, just to show that everybody that that person doesn't tip. But, you know, that way... When this album sells on secondary marketplace and people like the album, they can still choose to uh, pay those royalties. And to, I would choose, I would tip artists and I would pay the royalties every time, like it, for for projects that like deserve it. Uh, it wouldn't even be like a second thought to me. So I don't know. What do you think about like a tip based royalty system? Possibly. Yeah, we we could see this. I still think they're gonna battle it out. I think we'll see minimum royalties at the very least. Um, but yeah, I do like the tipping idea that could play out. Like if it gets way too competitive, um, that might be become something for sure. Um, I would hate to see it because I, I want to see like independent creators like succeed. But um, mm-hmm. if it came to that, yeah, I could definitely see that being a thing. That'd be, yeah, it's not that's not a bad bad last resort kind of option for sure. So, well, I've been talking about this for a long time. I won't stay on this for a while. But Super Puma did drop their PFP. Uh, yesterday, uh, started off at a 0.15 mint, worked its way up to point like two seven. It's back to back company, right? What's that? The the shoe company, right? Yeah, the shoe company. Oh, Puma, the, Puma? the one I've been talking about for a year. The the one I gave you the show, alpha. Show is, us, show us the super Puma. I will. That I gave you guys alpha on this a very long time ago, and your boy got it for free. Uh, because I own the Genesis NFT that I told you to buy at point two. You know, not financial advice, but you should listen to me. Um, and so I got this 0.25 airdrop to me for free. Uh, basically what this is, is this is a profile picture to super Puma's NFT. Puma is pretty freaking complicated. That's probably why they're not like absolutely crushing it, but they're still doing pretty good. So they have this NFT called the nitro Genesis collection. Uh, this, this collection is like their, I think this is the one there's nitro. And then there's another one. I don't remember the other one, but one is the shoe. So this, this is the Genesis, I think. 
uh, that gives you like access to all their future stuff. Yeah, the Puma Nitro Collection is a digital twin to the Inferno. <laughs> it's so complicated. But long story short, this is the Genesis. If you held this, you automatically got a Super Puma. So I'll show you on my activity. Where is it at? Stop. This is being open seas being weird. Like if you want us to use you, maybe like be like more user friendly. Oh my gosh. It like won't let me search anything right now. Anyways, I got this for free, but let's take a look at Super Puma, how it looks. Um, real quick. The the PFP. It, so it's like a it's not my favorite, but I'm getting it for free, so I can't really complain. And I'm not selling this is something I don't really plan on selling. I'm also getting the shoes for, for free. The um so if you own the nitro, if you own the Genesis collection on Puma, you got you got to choose these shoes that you wanted, but uh, that's not it. Um, so this is how the Super Puma like uh, pre-mint looks. They're gonna be kind of like this. Uh, so it's one-on-one art from, uh, or there are gonna be one-on-ones, and it's gonna essentially look like this. But I've also saw like pixel versions of them as well. But it's kind of cool for NFTs to have like this official Puma logo in them. You know, mm -hmm. we always talk yeah. about IP all the time. I feel like Puma has been slept on so heavy. Um, if you've been here, let me pull this down just for a second so I can pull something up. I posted about this forever on my YouTube. Uh, it was actually one of my community posts that I don't do a ton of. Uh, Kyle, I know you do them pretty consistently. I, I keep track of yours. Um, but I just wanted to show this to you guys. So if you bought the Nitro, which was the Genesis, it cost you like 0.25. If you if you had that, you got the option to you got this airdrop to you for free, which is a shoe. You got to choose what shoe you wanted. I wanted this one because to me it just stands out more. Like I want people to ask me, like, you know, what are those? And I want to moon shoes. The, yeah, the moon shoes, man. Lunar uh, shoes. And this you, is five. You could kick somebody if you kick somebody, that would hurt. Look yeah, at those. Bro. Look at those <laughs> shark noses on that thing. So this is five months ago, and I'm getting these shoes airdropped to me for free this year, and now I'm getting the Puma uh, NFT, wherever that went. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit of everything on Puma going on. Uh, they have some big partnerships, obviously. Um, All Chat Gaming, what's up? Manages to make every single DJ and Dad's bod uh, podcast, whether it's the end or the beginning. What are you trying to show us, Kyle? This is my shoe for the day. Speaking of shoes, we got that why not Jor michael jordan's right here some mjs the the why not twos i think these are uh this is a russell westbrook shoe i got a little scuff on it not gonna lie but uh these are super comfy i wear these to keep my feet warm um throughout the day uh these are like my comfy jordans i got a couple pairs i need to get some more but it's cool man i'll show you what, i'll show you what i'm rocking um is uh you know we're showing off our shoes Rocking these uh, custom sandals. They actually are custom. If you if you look at the uh, if you look at the logo, you see how it says Hidden Grounds. That's my coffee shop. And then this is my coffee shop colors, which is like the dark orange and the black. And I got the glow and the dark gecko that I customized wherever it's at right here. And then little you know we're, we're flexing shoes over here. You know I got got to show you what it's about. Um, Those are some gangster <laughs> Jesus sandals you got. <laughs> I live in the south, so it's actually like warm enough to wear sandals all year round. You live in the bayou. I do live in the bayou. I do live in the bayou. I uh, feel like I wanted to say one more thing with the Puma stuff, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, do you guys get lots of mosquitoes in the bayou? Yes, way too many. Crypto Tony, what's up? Crypto Tony, welcome to the stream. Crypto Tony, I follow him on Twitter, and he gave me a shirt at Decon. Shout out to him for that. My most random projects are a Susable Chico Roco and Inspector Gadget. 
uh blockchain comics did ask about twitter coin we could like circle around to that in a bit and roger just stopped by to say a little wave in the blue heart yo new, what's up new, roger new vv logo kryptoni uh yeah susables i heard of those uh i had a buddy that got into that chica roku i've seen a lot of omi homies posting that up on twitter lately uh and, oh and inspector gadget i remember that one yeah oh yeah inspector gadget's a classic man yeah that dropped uh it was like on a random like branded platform um, I think they are going to drop more brands, but it, it was kind of like semi. It felt like recur a little bit, um, very similar. But uh, that one was a pretty cool looking drop, though. Hmm. Recur announced something pretty recently. Um, I don't remember what it was though. Uh, Twitter Aver- coin. Yeah, that- yeah. Elon's dropping like a Twitter coin, but there's really not a lot of information on it right now. I saw People- him tweeting about Floki coin. Um, yeah, yeah. Do Floki pump to the freaking moon because of that? Yeah. If that could be integrated into Twitter, like I'm buying some Floki. Uh, you're gonna be too late. Actually, it only it didn't pump that much, uh, unless I haven't looked at it in a few days. But his initial tweets didn't do much to the. To- it was like a thirty percent increase or something. Um, Floki is up three hundred and three percent in the last month. Yeah, but it's like at, it was at an all time low. So I don't know if you look at the market cap. What four seventy? Uh, yeah. So it's that market cap one oh or the ranking one oh four. I mean, if it moved up just like fifty ranks, you know, it that's like a significant increase still. Dude, it it would actually be hilarious if Omi got listed on Binance right like when Binance like bans U.S. users. Like, do you see the spe- the like talk around like Binance not allowing U.S. to like use them anymore? Like that would actually be crazy. That would be crazy. Um, I don't see that happening though, because um, Binance has two. They're like they they're the OGs that have two different exchanges. They have the Binance yeah, they US based one, yeah. and then the Binance. So I yeah, I just I don't know. I don't see that happening. And then you can still uh, now I don't condone this, but I've heard you can use a VPN still. I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah. um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, he's uh Bioshock said, What do you guys think of MechMinds AI on OpenSea? Let's see if this is an actual project. MechMinds. Um, I don't know, but I'll tell you, Chris. Um, speaking of Pumas, I I I've been I, I've been kind of buying a oh, couple sandbox is- NFTs that like well, it's actually an NFT that is has a partnership with Warner Brother Bose and um another company. And it comes with music attached to the NFT, but you can also use the NFT as an avatar in the sandbox. Hmm. So what I is that? Kind of... I missed the very beginning of it. Oh, that's what I've just been collecting lately. Okay. Just, yeah. So you haven't been collecting these mech mines? Nope. I, actually, I've never heard of mech mines, so I have no idea. Uh, this is like the apparently the first uh, the first PFP or the first art project created with. Um, whatever it's called uh chat gpt you know you know how, like open ai like chat gpt kind of has their own like mid journey art or whatever mm-hmm. uh so they made this using chat gpt so i don't know to me the only winner here is the guy who decided to do it yeah. my gosh doing 10,000 of these that probably took him forever oh no he did 6697 of them so like basically he used like open ai's chat gpt to generate this which is not the best AI art program out there, but 
Yeah, it's like a novel thing. Um, you know, if you like it, then I don't see why not. But I, I don't think these are gonna like go to the moon. Oh, Dolly. He probably used Dolly. That's what I was. That's the word I was looking for. Dolly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, those are. I mean, like, if you're into that, that's. I mean, if you like to collect that, and you might think it might be worth something today or one day, then you know that's fair. Let's make our own, Kyle. Let's make uh, some. Let's see. Let's make our sandbox land. So let's do plot of land with two dads. Um, futuristic. Futuristic. What? Well, well, I thought we we're gonna be blocks in the sandbox. Okay, we're gonna be uh, block styled. Uh, podcast microphone. And you always, every time you do anything AI, you always got to include ultra realistic. All right, here we go. We'll, we'll come back to this when it's finished and uh, see the the beautiful end product. Yeah, you got to stay to the end to find out the Easter egg. I, I'm just going to give a disclosure that <laughs> it's already done. Just to give a disclosure, uh, do not, I mean, Dolly is not nearly as good as Mid Journey, bro. Um, I do kind of like, uh, dude, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> look at this all right so we have, we have number one you know i'm feeling it you know it's it's nice it's uh what, the, what are those words the pants bro, look we got we got the mech mind on on our shirt bro like that looks just like that little mech mind that he made you know this, oh this, my this, god this, ultra realistic kyle that one kind of looks like you bro I, I see it you know the the one on the right that one definitely kind of looks like you no nah, man yeah yeah man it's got the mic you know it did the mic pretty well uh at least it did the mic i don't know what the word says the do giraffe i, probably, I don't even want to say that out loud i feel like i'm cussing at some it's, it's probably like internet cussing or something uh, yeah like ai ai cuss words and that's our little house that's our little little sandbox house so yeah you know i feel that this one is just like a birthday cake made with realistic microphones this is it in the land. Yeah, we don't say this stuff out loud, Kyle. I mean, this yeah. one's a claymation style, man. It clay, it claymated me, and you're in the pink for sure. And I'm over there. Real man, real men wear pink. Yeah, man. This is our pink. little with a giant, yeah, giant mic in the middle. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how we're gonna use that, but that's our little land. And last but not least, we have another birthday cake with three mics. It's like the two mics to the right look like they're like wrapped in poop. <laughs> Yeah, dude. We I would love to compare. <laughs> I'd love to compare this with a uh, mid journey. Um, uh, dude, oh. do another one. Do another one. We got it. We got to do another one. Type in like uh, you may do the same prompt. You may do the same prompt, but with mid journey, or you want me to just like intentionally keep it derpy? Yeah, I like it derpy, man. Yeah, you're derpy. <laughs> All right, do do uh plot of land or pixelated or with two pixelated dads or everything pixelated. Hold on. Write, write me the prompt in private chat, and I'll just copy and paste it. In the meantime, I do want to say uh, thank you if you're watching right now, especially because you made it to the end of the episode. We talked about a lot this episode. We'll probably cut the substance right here, but just kind of like hang out for the next next little bit. I do want to give away for whoever's still here at the uh, end of the chat one of my YouTube memberships. Uh, this membership grants you access to the Discord. Uh, that's uh, the main perk. It just supports the channel in general. Uh, it gives you a couple of other perks like private videos and walkthroughs and all that fun stuff. But I want to give away one at the end of this video. I've never done that before. So bear with me while I figure out how to do it. Uh, let's see. And um, if I forget, if I don't figure out how to do it by the end of the 
Oh, uh, yeah, I will. Let's see. Anyways, I will figure out how to do it and give you guys one, but I'm still kind of looking for it right now. <laughs> Kyle, are you almost done with that prompt? Mm-hmm. This thing is is derpy to say the least. I love <laughs> this. Should this needs to be the thumbnail for this? You just to like appreciate the people who are with us. Nobody else. Nobody else will click on this video. If this we, is we we should drop that as an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be kind of funny. <laughs> I'm dying, bro. That one got me. I don't know. <laughs> I love this that one got me. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that one got me good. Uh, so AI, how do I give, how do pictures. I give away how do I give away one of these memberships, man? Oh AI pictures crack me up. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, oh wait, you got me. I'll I'll type in your prompt. How do I uh, give away one of these memberships? Oh, you just click on to YouTube and then go to this live the the live video and then just click Oh, there's Jeff Coons. There's uh, an actual piece of art. <laughs> Uh, oh, that one's not bad. I need to stop distracting you. All right, so how do I do it? <laughs> um, you go to YouTube, you type, you just click on the your live video, yeah. and then you just click the right option or whatever, like engage your audience and give away membership. It doesn't something like something like mine. That. Just has a Q and A and a poll. No, you have to go to. I guess you have to have YouTube memberships. Well, no, it lets me do it on the cash line. You click on the cash that show your support for Chris Coffee. It should have membership gifting. Oh, there we go. Yeah, just click on that and then select one of the your member tiers to give away. Sweet. All right. So I'm about to give away one membership to somebody. Um it's funny that we had to buy our own membership, but I'm doing this for you, whoever it was. Let's see. It's who was it? Did it choose? I don't know. All right. Well, I just bought one for somebody. Yeah, somebody... Gonna... Look, all right. So while I'm trying to figure this out, Kyle, let's, let's talk, talk about the uh, talk about what you see here a little bit. <laughs> Actually, this one's not bad. This one looks like we have like a, a, a giant weird mic or light um, headphones. Uh, this one's good. This one's not bad at all. Now the face on the right. That's you, Chris. Um, I don't know what's going on with your face there, bud. It looks like a a, a carved pumpkin gone wrong. Wait, wait, oh, the one on the right. That's just the face I make, man. Just you know, just, mouth wide open. <laughs> that that's the face. That's after I have way too much coffee, bro. <laughs> no, that that's the face after your you found out your NFT uh, project got rug pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like this one. I'm, I'm saving this uh, later. That one's not bad. Yeah, bro. That's a that's a thumbnail right there. If I've ever seen one, <laughs> we should uh, literally make these into NFTs. Um, that would be bullish. Dude. This one, this one, not so bad. This one's it's really not. These are way better than the first go around. <laughs> yeah, this one actually looks like a podcast. Uh, I, I'm not sure why the chat bubbles like it's like we're just talking to each other, but there's chat bubbles, so that's kind of funny. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it. And this one's like <laughs> this one. Very... 
Yeah, this one's very pixelated. This one looks giant headphones. Um, the person on the right almost looks like a, a woman. I don't know. I do want to say out loud that Bioshock did win the giveaway. So congrats nice. to Bioshock. Um, I will go. I will comment under the video the link to join the Discord and just let me know what your Discord name is so I can give you the correct roles. Everything is manual right now because YouTube is not letting the automation go through very well. All right, let's look at the last one. I like this one, Kyle. That, that kind of looks like us. Yeah, Even that though, one's legit. Why is my mic a plant? <laughs> uh, because, Chris, you got something to tell us about your extracurricular activities? Yeah, man. Um, not right now, no. Now's not a good time. But <laughs> for some reason, I'm missing a mic. It looks like our coffees in that picture, actually, they look, they look like they have faces. I kind of like that. Yeah, I really like I like this one, and I like the first one of this set what was your prompt your prompt was two pixelated dads in the metaverse doing a podcast while drinking coffee on a plot of pixelated lands that's pretty fair yeah i like the first and last one the best yeah uh, i i do like the one uh second to last but they don't look both of the characters don't look like the best that they could this one actually got close to looking like us and it had zero prompt of us yeah yeah that that's what's wild it's like it knew <laughs> It knew. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah, like, hold on. Whoops. <laughs> now we go this. Or... That's actually kind of crazy, huh? Yeah, you rugged for a second. Yeah, I forgot that when I take myself off, that it actually takes the mic off, too. But I like how we're both on pixelated land. Like, we're built into the land, though. It's like... We are the well, gods. Yeah, we're like <laughs> literally like fused with the plot of land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of on it. Oh man, yeah, this will happen. We'll have to save this and put this in our uh, in our actual metaverse, and yeah, maybe make yeah, an out of it. Save that and send that to me. That's cool. I will. I will. Cool, man. Well, we hit some big topics today. Let me just recap for those that missed. Uh, you can always go back and listen. We talked, we introed with the Lambo drop last week. We talked about sandbox partnerships with Ubisoft and Rabbids. The biggest topic of the week was marketplace royalties, specifically OpenSea cutting royalties to try to complete, compete with Blur uh, because Blur has been taking up a ton of the market share. Talked about being able to buy NFTs with any ERC20 using Uniswap. That means you could actually use Omi to buy NFTs via Uniswap. Spotify supporting the uh, token gate so you can buy an nft that is token gated and is actually supported by spotify that's actually pretty huge kyle there's gonna be a lot of different videos on that the alpha we forgot to give the alpha so shout out to socal homie you made it here just in time to reach the alpha uh i almost ended this stream without giving you guys the alpha that i promised you that would have been a lot like something kyle would do but i am not like that <laughs> this is my channel so without further ado the alpha Go to www.bentleymotors.com and get signed up for the allow list that's coming up. Uh, Porsche NFT, my opinion, flopped, but they kind of saved themselves by cutting supply. The Bentley is going to have their own NFTs. In order to be a part of that, you need to go to the website. Um, I actually have the exact link uh, somewhere better than this. Hold on. This is their just their general event. Let me get the better, better link real quick for you. Have you signed up for this yet, Kyle? No. Are you going to sign up for this, Kyle? Yes. Okay. 
Although I feel like, is this going to be another Lambo scenario where they're like, we're going to do our own marketplace. And then they'll be like, just kidding. We're dropping on Vivi. (laughs) I mean, Lambo did. Lambo did have their own thing. Um, And Vivi was the second. They did. But then they ultimately went with Vivi, which they probably should have done in the first place. Uh, Varian Viewpoint said SEC is not going after staking. It has to do with what's being promised as APY. So I, th- I do think I think it's kind of you're saying the same thing in a different way. Like I think it's staking via these centralized. Like obviously they're not going after staking like that's decentralized. They can't, but they're going after staking that's like via marketplaces, like or via uh, platforms like yeah. Coinbase and Voyager and Kraken. That that's my understanding. So yeah, yeah, yeah. this link isn't leading to the. I'm gonna have to find it. Basically, there's there's part of the site where there you literally just click. Uh, you sat, you put in your email and you're you're on the allow list, but for some reason it's not popping up right now. So I'm trying to get the right link. Mm. It's full. The allow list is full. You can't enter. I'm just kidding. Uh, well, there goes the alpha. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Oh, I reason. found it. Yeah. Okay. How'd you find it? Um, let me put it in private chat. There you go. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, forwards to the view NFT website but then it takes you to the they rugged it no way no no yeah. no no here it is now if you click on it 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 takes you to the home page again okay right so if Let's you click see. on it bentley is making the first in it venture into the empty marketplace first step in what three visit to right re- here to register yeah dude what? Yeah, see, they took the NFT website or portion of the website down because it's nft.bentleymotors. You know, com. Um, dude, I wonder they already took it down. Like, may- maybe, maybe it was claimed already. It could be. I mean, or maybe they just needed to update something. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I would be checking Bentley NFT market or NFTs just to kind of see. Because uh, it was just, I'm looking at my email right now. It was just give your email, and after you give your email, you're like basically signed up for the allow list. But right now, they took it down for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, very interesting. Hmm. Well, Bentley said, "Forget your alpha. I'm gonna throw it out the window." And they never even sent me a confirmation that I signed up. So that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for it. I don't see it. Oh well. That's uh I think that that's all that we have uh for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. Really appreciate all of you guys that show up and support. Uh catch us on Kyle's channel next week uh to be able to recap the NFT market, all things web three, all things crypto. And until next time, we need a we need a good outro, Kyle. Good outro. Until next time, be like a dad. <laughs>